Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The next time the Packers and Patriots are scheduled to play, Aaron Rodgers will be closing in on 40, and Tom Brady will be closing in on, what, 45? Maybe past 45? So it's very probable that this was the final regular season meeting, and considering the state of the Green Bay Packers, unlikely that the Packers will navigate their way through the NFC to win that championship and meet the Patriots down the line in a Super Bowl. So this was it. This was uh, see you later time. Goodbye. Arrivederci to Tom Brady 
and Aaron Rodgers, and it was a choppy, choppy game. Uh, it was. Uh, the, the Patriots came out, looked like they were going to score eight gazillion points as they sliced up the cheese curd defense on their opening drive. But the game slowed down. Brady ended up with 294 yards. He had a touchdown. James White leading the way at a couple of scores. The Patriots get a two-touchdown win thanks to their performance in the fourth quarter. Now, to show you that Bill Belichick was in a good mood, to back up my statement, how do I know Belichick was in a good mood? What is my evidence that Bill Belichick was in a good mood the Patriot players earned what's called a Victory Monday. What the hell's a Victory Monday, you ask? Well, that means Belichick says, get out of here. I don't want to see you till Wednesday because their day off is on Tuesday. The NFL day off is on Tuesday. So the Patriots, they earned Victory Monday. <laughs> what do we have to do around here to get Victory Monday at Fox Sports Radio? What do we have to do? I won't see you guys till Thursday. See you later, boys. Uh, but uh, there you go. So Belichick feeling good about it. But let's talk the uh, the game itself. The question, what are the big takeaways from what turned out to be a two-touchdown win for Green Bay over the Packers in Sunday Night Football? I've got a couple things here. I've got the train, fertilizer, and cupcakes, which you should probably never mix those things. Uh, you should never put fertilizer, cupcakes on a train. But we'll do it here. Now, we'll begin with Tom Brady, who – was not a virtuoso in this game. Uh, neither was Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, it was, as I mentioned, the game was choppy at times. He gutted it out. The Patriots were without their full deck of cards, and unlike other teams that whine, moan, complain, bitch, and bellyache, the train keeps on moving. And no Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, who's been Casper the friendly ghost this year for the Patriots, he said in the offseason there were people around him, surrogates of – Rob Gronkowski, that indicated he might retire. He came back physically. His performance would indicate he has retired. Uh, Gronkowski has been a shadow of what he had been. He didn't play in this game. Sony Michelle, who had that stretch of games where who? he looked like a brilliant rookie running back out of Georgia. Sony Michelle, he didn't play in the game. So no Gronk, no rookie running back, no problem. Josh Gordon had 130 yards. He averaged 26 yards per catch. He got in the end zone. James White, we mentioned his big day. Julian Edelman completed a pass. He had a solid performance catching the football, uh, as did James White, and uh, showing that the Patriots have they have a lot of waves that come in. It, it's, it's like a good storm. There's that first wave, and then there's the second wave and the third wave, but not a lot of style points here. They, they look like the Patriots are going to get style points at the beginning when they came out and just ran it down the throat of the Packers, and then the game uh, stabilized. And then on the other side, you've got Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Who is it fair to say that the Packers are going to be watching the postseason on television this year, that the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers will be commentating on television but will not be participating in the playoffs. They certainly don't look like a playoff team, right? Here we are. They're done through week nine of the regular season and if you were to say at this point, are the Green Bay Packers a playoff team? Hell no. They're not a playoff team. They, they are a lightweight. That is what the Packers are. Relax. And you can make all kinds of excuses, and I know that the Green Bay Packer fan likes to make all kinds of excuses. This guy's hurt. They, they traded a guy named Ha-Ha. I mean, there's all kinds of excuses for the Green Bay Packers, but the facts are the facts. And as the old line Parcells used to have, which everyone steals, you are what your record says you are, 
and the Green Bay Packers are 3-4-1, and one, right? Isn't that a record now? That, that is not a great record. That is not a, uh, that is not a wonderful uh, Packer team here. This is a team that is lacking in, uh, in many ways, the Green Bay Packers, and they're behind the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Eagles among those teams. Those teams aren't in the playoffs either. So Atlanta, Seattle, and Philadelphia, not playoff teams right now. Green Bay is currently the 10th seed in the NFC. They get a bye next week. That means they play the Miami Dolphins at Lambeau. So we know what happens to a Dolphin when you put them at Lambeau Field. It does not go well. Then it's at Seattle and Minnesota up next for the Green Bay Pack attack, and they will likely lose one of those games, whether it be against the Seahawks or against the Vikings. So they're going to end up, by the time we get through this next three-game stretch, they're going to have five losses on the resume. Now, on a positive note, the Packers, they do have some cupcakes left. They play the Cardinals and the Jets. Those are games you should win. But you have to play the Falcons at Chicago and Week 17 against the Lions. So how are you going to get – got three wins right now if you're Green Bay. You're going to have to get to nine – well, they have to tie, so maybe they don't have to get to nine. But they got to get to, they got to get to eight. They got to find a way to win at least five more to get to that point. And the the Packers to uh, say they have some work to do. Uh, I don't think they have work to do. I think they're done. But here's Aaron Rodgers commenting on the stagnant at times Packer offense. Yeah, the consistency. You know, we're just uh, we're not hitting on all cylinders. You know, we're hurting ourselves with negative yards plays and missed throws and um, turnovers at the wrong time and not being on the same page whether I'm missing a throw or we're not in the spot I think we're going to be at it's happening in the, in the in the worst times you know when we have to play our best in those crunch times we haven't been playing our best Packers averaged just over 5 yards per play that's not good that is not good and the passing attack now the baseline for a good passing offense is seven-plus yards. If you can get seven-plus yards per pass attempt on average, you're doing pretty good. That's the baseline. The Green Bay Packers offense passing the football against the Patriots defense, they averaged 5.7 yards per pass attempt. The Patriots, they were over seven. They were over eight. They averaged 8.2 yards per pass attempt. Neither one of these teams was very good on third down in this game. Now, the last observation, New England – has you know we talk about the Packers not exactly lighting the world on fire and they look like they're not a playoff team. The Patriots, uh, by far of all the Patriot teams in recent memory, the least aesthetically pleasing Patriot team. They're winning, and they're winning. They're stacking wins up. It seems like a high wire act though for the for the Patriots to win these games. Sluggish at times. You saw stretches where the Patriot offense was shaky. They were on the ropes at times against a second-rate Green Bay Packers defense. And yet through all of that, the Patriots now have won six consecutive games. They're 7-2. and two. They're 5-0 and oh in Foxborough. And the Patriots, they play the terrible Titans. That game is in Nashville coming up next week. And then they get their bye week after that. And they still have a bunch of AFC East cupcakes they, play, they haven't played the Jets once, so that's two wins. Cha-ching, cha-ching, that's up to nine wins. You got another one with the Bills, that's a win. 
That'll be 10. And then you play also the Dolphins. Now, the Patriots usually lose in Miami that late season trip to Miami. So they could lose that game to the Dolphins, but they'll still end up with, at worst, what are they going to get? 11, 12 wins? And it will be kind of an eh, kind of an eh situation for the Patriots. But that's where they find themselves after Sunday night. And we press on. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Now go easy on those Packers and their fans. We have one in studio and he's brought gifts. So we might want to, you know, I want to hold off on that a little bit. Yeah, he was here actually before many of us were here. So that's the kind of dedication. He's excited about being here. I understand. It's a Sunday night into a Monday here. We usually. uh, not that we're late, but uh, yeah, I know. He's wagging his finger at you. you know. I understand. I, my spirit was here. But, you know, <laughs> not like Ralph, who gets here three hours before the show and just sits and does nothing. You know. The soup. Exactly. He's got his noodles. He <laughs> spicy noodles out and does all that. Why, no, don't you, well, why don't you eat spicy noodles, Eddie, like Ralph does? <laughs> why aren't you doing that? Uh, with that? Better options. Better options yeah, than that? Yeah. You don't like Especially the, tonight. Yeah. The microwave and all that? Yeah. No, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. You're good. I, I didn't see any food from the Steve Harvey show over there, so nothing for, <laughs> nothing for Coop. No cupcakes or dessert or anything like that. Uh, some I chicken. Checked. I checked. Yeah, I didn't see any. <laughs> they are over there, but I didn't see any food. So I guess they, it's all, they've got it all in their studio. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they learned, huh? Yeah, I smelled it, but it, yeah. was, it wasn't in the kitchen. Of course, you, yeah. you smelled it like a block away. With your... <laughs> you should just go like be a friendly neighbor and go over there and like, knock on the doors. Hey, how you doing? Just want to see what's going Take on. Take them a candy bar? Yeah. yeah. The door's wide open, so I'm actually hoping that they're hearing me talking about it over the speakers in the hallway. Well, they don't listen to this crap. <laughs> <Are you kidding laughs> no, no, no. They're not, they're not listening. The door's open, but they're not, they're not tuned in at all. No, 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 no. Anyway, we'll take some phone calls. If you would like to be part, the number, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, we're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller, and you can be part of the Festivus there, and that's at Ben Maller on Twitter. The Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. Ben Maller Show. I just love the fact that the Patriots are u- using Victory Monday still. Like they're doing that kind of thing. Like, they're... Like Belichick's in his 800th year coaching the Patriots, and he's like, "Oh, he played really well, guys. You get Monday off. They give you like they they'd come in there anyway for like an hour or something like that. But you get the whole Monday off, nothing to worry about, nothing to see here. No, 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 no. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Build as a matchup of gigantic superpowers. The Rams and the Saints duking it out for the supremacy in the NFC, and the game was pretty good. It was absolutely pretty good. Now, did the Saints jump out to a big lead? Yes, the Saints jumped out to a very large lead in this game. At one point, they had a 35-14 to lead. In the second quarter. At halftime, it was 35-17, to 17, and you figure game, set, match. But no, the Rams coming off the deck because you can ram it all day, you can ram it all night, and they stormed all the way back into a tie with a touchdown early in the fourth quarter and then the two-point conversion, and that St. 21-point lead, abracadabra, hocus-pocus, presto, gonzo, see you later, lead, just like that. But in the end, 
much to this, the American people were left disappointed. I think everyone wanted the Rams to win. Who the hell likes the Saints? Uh, but the Rams wa- did not win. The Saints were victorious in this game. We were happy, though. Friend of the show, our buddy Holiday that calls the show every once in a while, his, uh, his guy, Michael Thomas, had a late 72-yard pass play, reception, touchdown, and then the celebratory phone call. More on that later. And New Orleans got past Los Angeles 45-35. to The final Thomas finishing with a franchise record 211 yards receiving for the Saints as they go marching in to the win column. The better story is in the losing locker room. So let's discuss. And the Rams, who had that perfect 8-0 record, the last team to suffer defeat, the Rams dropping to 8-1, and one, the Saints improving to 7-1. and one. So the question is, how concerned should Sean McVay be with the Rams succumbing to the New Orleans Saints and being unable to slow down Michael Thomas in this game? Now, my perspective here, you have buyer's remorse, the weakest link, and the liability. And we will mix all of this together. Now, A... The Rams, they thought they were getting an elite defensive back in his prime. Not even in his prime yet, Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters at age 25 had a reputation of being what? Being a hothead and being an elite playmaker for Kansas City. Game-changing interceptions. Now, what's my evidence? My evidence is the numbers, the stats back that up from 2015 through Last season, Marcus Peters, his first three years in the NFL, he led the entire National Football League with 19 interceptions. 19 interceptions this guy had in Kansas City. 19 over three seasons. That was five more than any other player in the league. The Raiders, uh, Reggie Nelson was next with 14. And Marcus Peters also led the league over that stretch, in passes defended. So not only did he make big plays, turnovers, he also defended the most passes in the NFL. And he had had the record. This guy Robert Alford of the Falcons was next, but number one was Marcus Peters. So that's the guy the Rams thought they were getting from Kansas City. The guy that showed up, you talk about false advertising here. Wow. The Rams thought they had had hoodwinked Kansas City. It turns out Kansas City pulled a fast one on the Rams. It has been second-rate pass coverage all year. It is a weekly public barbecue, and the barbecue meat of the week is Marcus Peters. He's getting – it's like burned chicken every week there, Marcus Peters, in the Rams secondary, and this was biblically bad, biblically bad. Uh, for the Rams. Now, part B of this, Grandpa Wade Phillips and Grandpa Wade we trust. A fine defensive mind. By all accounts, Wade Phillips knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to coach defensive football. But for some reason, he continues to send Marcus Peters out there. And in this game, for the bulk of the game, matched Marcus Peters up against the top offensive weapon that New Orleans had. How did that work out? You'd think at some point, at some point, Wade Phillips would say, I don't think this is going so well. I mean, there is no, to my knowledge, witchcraft, no potion, although you were in the right place deep in the bayou there, in the swamps of Louisiana, to find 
some voodoo boogaloo to come up with to fix the Rams' defense, but they couldn't find it. They couldn't, even in this uh, this aggressive NFL campaign, salute to service and camouflage, they couldn't camouflage Marcus Peters in the secondary. And he's out, he's out there on an island pretty much every play. It, it is a staggering regression for Peters. Now, if you look at the Rams' defense as a whole, the rest of the defense was good enough to win. I mean, you say it was a team sport. You win as a team, you lose as a team. I get that. But this was obviously Marcus. This is on Marcus Peters. You can spin it any way you want. The Rams lost that game because Marcus Peters is bad at his job. Even a halfway mediocre defensive back who would have occasionally slowed down Thomas. The Rams win that game. They work their way back in spite of the football negligence of Marcus Peters. The Rams still had a tie game early fourth quarter in spite of all that. So you don't have to be Lombardi to know that whoever, if you're the other team, whoever Marcus Peters is going against, you throw the football to that guy. You chuck the football that direction. That is the matchup you're going for. That is the ma- you, you, that is it. There's no confidence. Uh, Peters has none right now. He's a total washout in the Rams secondary, and everybody knows it. The entire NFL is aware of this year. Been one, been the worst. Not even one of the worst. He has been the worst regularly playing defensive back in the NFL. No one's worse than Marcus Peters. He is burned time and time again. It's like going and buying a can of vomit and putting that out there in the secondary. Marcus Peters is as effective as a can of vomit. That's how effective he is. He is the weakest link in the Rams' defense. Now, Peters, after the game, he was very honest about it. He he admitted that this is a, a problem, that he's not been playing his best football in recent weeks. Uh, he's been saying similar things for several weeks now. And I, I like the accountability, but accountability is meaningless if you don't improve. It only adds to the anger. When you say, hey, I, I'm the reason we lost this game and I didn't do my job, that's great. But if you continue to be the reason, you continue to be the problem and not the solution, and I don't want to hear it. And he's been saying these kind of things over and over again. Now, the parting shot here, Sean McVay and Wade Phillips, and mainly Wade Phillips because Sean McVay has nothing to do with the defense. It's He's just an offensive coordinator and a cheerleader as the head coach. This is all on Wade Phillips to figure this out. But they definitely have a Marcus Peters problem, and my theory is that the solution is obvious. It's an old-school football solution. You know what it is? You know what the Rams need to do here? Bench his ass. That's what you do, all right? You've been playing him. He's been skating along. He's not getting the job done. He does not deserve to be on the field. He is a liability. If you have a liability, you don't continue to play the liability. He's the worst starting cornerback in the National Football League. It is addition by subtraction. I don't care that Sam Shields is damaged goods and they don't want to play him or Dominic Hatfield, or Dominique Hatfield, I don't even know how to say his name, Dominique Hatfield, it doesn't matter. 
Put anybody out there. Go to the Arena League. Go to the Canadian Football League. Get somebody from UPS. Get anybody. Anybody not named Marcus Peters. There's got to be some guy right now delivering packages that would be better than Marcus Peters that could stay with his defender. There's got to be. You're telling me you can't find anybody? That you're just going to continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results? Now, Andy Reid last year, I recall, in Kansas City, benched Marcus Peters. Now, that was for disciplinary reasons. He had a hissy fit against the Jets, if I remember correctly, at the Meadowlands. And Peters came back and played better. But this is not – right now, Marcus Peters, it's like a traditional Hawaiian luau. And instead of a pig, it's Peters being roasted by opposing wide receivers here on a weekly basis – uh, it was it was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. And you got to do something. You can't just say, well, as soon as Tlaib comes back, ah, then we're fine. Aqib Tlaib is not going to be back in a Ram uniform until week 13. So you got to get through week 10. And, you know, you get the bye coming up here after, I think, week 12. But you got 10, 11, 12. You got your, your bye, and you get week 13 after that. You're going to get through these next few games without – Aqib Tlaib, and Peters is going to be the guy? Now, overall, the Rams are in a a decent uh, situation. Here's Sean McVay, the Ram coach, who's going to tell you exactly what happened against the Saints. I had a couple critical stops, got him in some negative situations on some of the early down and distances and, and limited the big plays for a few series there. And then uh, Thomas ended up making a big play at the end. A lot of respect for them, but but we're certainly, uh, you know, we, we came in here trying to get the win and expecting to get the win. You know, it sounds like he's filled with caffeine, doesn't he? He's full of energy. Sean McVeigh bouncing off the walls. Jared Goff, who had an interception in this game that the Saints were able to monetize and matriculate the ball down the field and get some points out of it. The Saints, when they turned the ball over, the Rams did not end up getting points out of their mistake when Ingram fumbled the football. Here is Jared Goff on losing being outscored by the Saints, but coming back. You know, I think we did show the ability to fight back and building off of last week and then into this week, just showing that ability to be down and, and be out and, and fight back. And we really made a tie game at one point, and we're right there in it and just came up a few plays short. And, then, you know, I think we're just going to learn from it and move on to Seattle. I'm sure they'll learn a lot. They'll, they'll learn not to put Marcus Peters out there. That's what they're going to learn to do. But it's a great loss for the Rams because now they don't have the pressure of going 16-0 and all that. They've got that loss. They didn't peak too soon. Historically, the team that is the last unbeaten team does amazing things, uh, gets to the Super Bowl. So the Rams are just in wonderful shape. Just and, and the Saints will be overconfident. And this idea, people are saying, oh, the Rams could lose home field advantage. I want the Rams to go on the road. I want the Rams to have to play on the road. They don't have a home field advantage anyway at the Coliseum. This idea that the Rams are going to have this difficulty of of uh, playing on the road, they're actually fine. They've been a better team under Sean McVay on the road than they've been at the L.A. Coliseum, the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. They've been a better road team than a home team. I would rather see them end up on the road in an NFC Championship game situation uh, than – then at home, I think that we, I, they'll be fine in that situation. But you got to figure this out defensively. And they got uh, a bunch of games left to get just an average defense, just an average defense. The 
the Rams were able to to do what they wanted against the Saints. I mean, the, you can look at the numbers and spin the numbers and all that, but the the Rams had four less yards than the Saints. Four. <laughs> I mean, they, they were moving the ball up and down the field at will. Both these teams were. All right, we say hello to Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Garcia. Who is halfway to a meat coma right now, thanks to the great Rod in Bakersfield. You're going to pass out like Ralph and check out I for might, a couple segments? I might, but okay, I'll have good. a smile yeah. on my face. Those ribs are phenomenal, Rod. Phenomenal. Good man, Rod. Rod's going to Europe, I understand. We were talking he was about ta- that. Yeah, yeah, he was talking to me about yeah. that. And, uh, Maybe not, though. No. He's, he's planning year. on it. He's got to work on uh, the Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Bakersfield there. Well, they're negotiating where to go. Yeah. She wants to go one direction. He wants to go the yeah. other. So... Yeah. We'll see how that works out. Well, I told him just go to both. I said just go one, you know, go to spend a couple of weeks in one place, and then because when you're in one place around the globe, it's quicker, it's easier to get to the other place. I think I don't even know. I might be making that up, but I assume it's cheaper to fly from from one spot to another as opposed to from here. But who knows? Who knows? And who cares, right? Really, and we're not in the travel <laughs> business, are we? We're not. We're not in the travel game. I don't think we are. Well, I know you're not yet, but it's it's going to happen for you eh, soon. I don't know about that. I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just uh, stay you know, close, local, and plenty of stuff to see here, Eddie. Plenty of uh, stuff to see. That's not what Mrs. Mallor wants to uh, broaden yeah, your, your horizons. I, I say, why don't we We check? know who the boss of the uh, house is uh, That's me, of ah. course. It absolutely is me. Not at all. No question. It's all about me. Not at all. Uh, Michael writes in and says, thank God. I guess he's a Chiefs fan. Thank God we got rid of Peters. He's like a hot chick that is blank, blank, blank crazy. There you go. Hmm. Thank you. Blank, blank, and blank. I think I added an extra. Oh, an extra blank. I think I might have added a, an extra blank. But I'm very happy about this. The Rams are fine. They got that loss out of the way. They're in good shape. They, oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Everything is correctable for the Rams. The the uh, Saints did not stop the Rams at all on offense. So <laughs> it's just some fine-tuning and uh, recalibration of the Rams' defense. Perfectly fine. It, I would have been much more concerned had the Saints shut down the Rams' offense, then I would have been like, oh, crap, the Rams are in trouble because that's their selling point, their offense. But no, in a, a hostile environment, the Rams put up 35 points and had four less yards than the New Orleans Saints when the Rams were playing essentially shorthanded the entire game because they had 10 guys that were effective defenders on the field and not 11 against the Saints' 11 offensive players. So they had one guy short the entire game, and they still had a tie game in the fourth quarter. Boy, the spin uh, doctor yeah. of uh, There's no spin. There. There's Marcus, no spin. Marcus it's, Peters it's, ain't going anywhere, Ben. Well, no, they're going to bench him. They're going to listen to me. They're going to give him a little mental timeout and uh, hang out. Just kind of chill out a little bit. Maybe you can go hang out with LeBron over at the Warner Brothers lot. They can work on some projects together. You know? okay. Why not? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And third degree time, we bring in Coop DeLoop. Ben, there was a report over the weekend that the Yankees will not be pursuing Bryce Harper this winter. Do you believe the report? I do not believe the report. I I, I saw that as well. I'm interested in baseball, and so I, I no, this all hot stove league. I'm fired up. I don't buy it, and here's why. A, 90% of the time, the early rumors and speculation are completely bogus. The Yankees outfield currently has Brett Gardner, Gardy, 
starting in left field. He's 35 years old. He's at the end of his career. You could upgrade your roster largely by spending a little bit of cash, something the Yankees are flush in. And if you look at Bryce Harper, he's 26 years old. He wants to play for the Yankees. By all accounts, he likes the Yankees, the idea of being a Yankee. It would be foolish for the Bronx Bombers not to at least kick the tires on Bryce Harper. Now, despite that, I have said from the beginning here, when you talk about the future of Bryce Harper, he is a baseball mercenary. He will sign with a terrible team like the San Francisco Giants if they offer him the most gold bars. It doesn't matter. But if you're the Yankees, you at least you know, talk to him, say, hey, what if you, you know, give you a three-year deal and they give you a ton of money? Uh, how about that? Next. Now, Sam Bradford was released by the Cardinals over the weekend. Devastating. Yes, not too long after that, it was reported that the Giants have no interest in him. Ben, do you think we've finally seen the end of Sam Bradford? No, Sam Bradford will be signed to a contract by the end of this week. It would be an upset if Sam Bradford is not in an NFL uniform by next weekend. By next weekend, right? Now, first of all, the, the, listen, the Giants claim they're not interested in Sam Bradford. That does not mean he is not going to find work. He has been able to bamboozle $130 million out of NFL teams over the course of a very mediocre career. There's always another sucker out there in the NFL, and it would not be surprising at all if Sam Bradford ends up in Hello Buffalo or in Jacksonville, that those teams will at least kick the tires on Sam Bradford. He's not good. He's not that old. And he's certainly better than Nathan Peterman and Cody Kessler. Not that Bradford is the answer to anyone's problem, but he will find work. Bradford will end up on an NFL roster within the next week or two. Next! Now, another report this weekend said that the Indians will be listening to trade offers for Corey Kluber and other key players due to financial constraints. Ben, is the uh, Indians' window closing? No, they could trade Corey Kluber. This is how bad the American League Central is. They could trade Kluber and still be the presumptive favorite to win the American League Central. It's an outhouse is what it is. Even if Kluber's pitching for somebody else, you look at the American League Central and you've got Kansas City, Detroit, the White Sox, Minnesota, the Keystone Cops of baseball. And number two, Corey Kluber, as good as he's been, he has a little Kershaw-itis in October. In his last, I think it's last four playoff starts, he's got an ERA of over 10. There we go, Koopaloop. How do we do? Ben, you passes it. I won it. That's a winner. That's a winner. Won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line. Unscreened radio. So many people need our advice, but we can only pick one at a time. And who in the world of sports needs to hear the feedback from you, the common man, common woman out there that can give back? We take, we take, we take all week. We're going to take some unscreened calls right now. We could have gone with Nathan Peterman. I feel like we've done that before. The one that needs our advice, though, a man who was burnt toast all of Sunday, the worst defensive back in professional football 
Marcus Peters. Who? Well, he used to be good. He was with the Kansas City Chiefs. He came to the Never Rams heard of him. and got burned time and time again. He was shish kebabbed by New Orleans, and they owned him a record-setting performance by the New Orleans Saints because of Marcus Peters, because of his football incompetence on display. Friend of the show, Michael Thomas, with a ridiculous stat line, 12 receptions, 207, 211 yards. He averaged 17 yards a catch at a 72-yard pass play. He threw the ball to him 15 times. He caught 12 of them, much of that because of Marcus Peters. So what is your advice to Marcus Peters of the Rams? You're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox. Hello, line one. You are on the air, line one. Your advice to Marcus Peters. Don't let your babies grow up to be Pete in Pittsburgh. Line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Advice to Marcus Peters. Give him Clayton Carshaw. <laughs> no, he's, he's a dodger for the so next three years. Take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Line four, you're on the air. Hello, line four. Thank you, that line four. Let's go to line five. Instant advice line for Marcus Peters of the Rams. He was owned by Michael Thomas. Hello, line five. Ja Rule means J Rule. All right, line six, you're on the air. Hello, line six. <laughs> Watch out where the Punjabs go and do not eat the yellow snow. All right, thank you for that sound advice. I think I couldn't understand the first part of that. Hello, line one. Cut him. Line two, you're on the air. Go. Tell them to get the box combo from Raising Cane's, no slaw, extra Texas toast, butter on both sides. I got your note, Ben. That's right. That's the veteran move there. <laughs> Big supporter. Much better than Chick-fil-A, Raising Cane's. Please, come on. The common man knows that. Line four. Hello, line four. Read Mary 420, man. All right. Thank you for that. I know what you're doing right now. Line five. You're on the air. Hello. Hey, weed man. Lisa's not sleeping. All right, stop that. Line line six. <laughs> That's not helpful. Hello, line six. You're on the air. Sam, 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 Sam. All right, uh, let's go to you. Line one, hello. You need to cash that check from the Saints on an offshore account. All right, random line. Oh, oh it's Cowboy John Brad in Windsor, Ontario. Okay, happy, happy 71st birthday, Peter Noon. 24 years ago today, George Foreman became the oldest heavyweight champion at age 45 by knocking out Michael Moore in the 10th round. The Marcus Peters needs a buckle, 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 buckle. Yeah, I think he's hey, okay. where are the white women at? Uh, I, I don't know. The Cowboy knows. Line one, hello. Give him something sticky first. All right, line two, hello. Go ahead. You're on the air. Tell him he has to go find a phone booth. <laughs> line, line four, you're there. Hello, line four. Advice to Marcus Peters of the Rams. He was destroyed in pass coverage by the New Orleans Saints' Michael Thomas. Rams having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Mallard. Ah, dare you. Line five, go, line five. Increase your stamina, have more sex, run faster. I think I read that online somewhere. Ben Maller. Oh, thank you. No need for that. I'm embarrassed. Line six, hello. It's easy. Just get ass on Facebook. Okay. 877-99 on Fox. Hello, line one. Your radio's turned up, so I'm going to line two. Hello, line two. Tell him to talk to his mother, Bernadette Peters. 
Okay, yes, that's I'm sure that they're very, very close. Line four, you're on the air. It's the Insta Advice Line for Marcus Peters of the Rams. These are unscreened phone calls. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. Hello, line four. Give him something sticky. All right, I already heard that. You can stop. Come up with new material. Line five, that's you. Line five, go. Zach's beast top chick. No, no, Zach. <laughs> you're going to give some other restaurant. No, chick. Chick-fil-A, not as good. Raising Cane's, are you going to give some other place? That's fine. All right, one more call, only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame you, Koopa Loop. Go ahead. Line six. Line six, the final call on the instant advice line for Marcus Peters of the Rams. Go. Forget about it. Come to Miami. Buy crypto. There's lots of... Ah, there he goes. We picked Weed Man. He, just, he wants Marcus Peters to come to Miami. There Got a murder. Got to go. The instant advice line for Marcus Peters. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 